0: Three, two, one, welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here as we continue to try and encourage one another by reading scripture or to encourage one another to be reading scripture. Currently I'm doing that by reading scripture and that is not one thing I am great at but I keep getting better and I want to encourage all of you who struggle reading to keep pressing on that it's well, well worth it. And we are in Deuteronomy chapter 9. We're going to end chapter 9 here. So we're at verse 22, try and get through the end of it. And maybe the first part of chapter 10. It is a continuous speech all the way through 11, really before he pauses. And yeah, so we'll keep going here. Starting in verse 22 of Deuteronomy chapter 9. At Taborah also, and at Massah. Mesa and at kibroth Hattavad, you provoked the Lord to wrath. And when the Lord sent you from Kadesh-Barnea, saying, Go up and take possession of the land that I have given you, then you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God, and did not believe him or obey his voice. You have been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. So I lay prostrate before the Lord for these 40 days and 40 nights because the Lord had said he would destroy you. And I prayed to the Lord, O Lord God, do not destroy your people and your heritage whom you have redeemed through your greatness, whom you have brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do not regard the stubbornness of this people or the wickedness or their sin. Lest the land from which you brought us say, because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land that he promised them, and because he hated them, he has brought them out to put them to death in the wilderness. For they are your people and your heritage, whom you brought out from, that you brought out by your great power and by your outstretched arm. And then we're at chapter 10, and it continues on, this is about. 10 commandments so we'll do that tomorrow so moses again retelling the story here he goes into a little bit more about when he prayed and fast at least it's i think it can be assumed that this is what he's talking about when he talked about earlier on in verse 11 i believe or 9 that he fasted 40 days forty nights. so now he's getting into the details of that and why That the people kept rebelling against God. God was ready to destroy them. And so he fasts and he he prays for them. And He's not fasting and praying because they're good. He actually is calling them here evil. Here at the end. And so um, the rebellious do not regard the stubbornness of this people or their wickedness or their sin. Right? So... That's how he's describing the Israelites. That's how he is describing his fellow brothers and sisters and the the whole the whole mess of them. So for us to realize here and what this speech is really about is the people that God is saving are wicked, sinful, stubborn, rebellious. Just like us, why it works is because God is faithful, God is great, God is going to do what He set out to do. We are not going to cause Him to fail. We might fail, matter of fact, we will fail, we will fall short. That's what Paul says in Romans that all fall short of the glory of God. And so, how do we make it into heaven? How do we? get there we get there by God's faithfulness now that doesn't mean we stop trying that doesn't mean oh I I said a prayer and I'm set so now I'm gonna go live my life the way I want to know that is is not how it's done as, as God shows himself to you you become more in tune to your wickedness and your unrighteousness and your sin that then you also become more in tune to God's greatness and God's love and God's mercy And so you start to actually fall in love with God and you start to fall in hate of sin. And so when you become a person who is really getting closer to God, then the sin that is now becoming exposed in your life is way different than when you first became a believer. And you're realizing over and over again just how much, how amazing God is and how merciful he is and how gracious he is and how dependent you are on the power of the gospel, how dependent you are on God's grace, how dependent you are on his mercy. It says in the Psalms that his mercy is made new every day. Why? Because we wear it out every day. <laughs> so these it's just incredible when you think about all of God's word. So the more you read the better. So people sometimes wonder, well, there are some great people in the Bible that God definitely loved. And there are some, but, or the Israelites, they kept messing up. Why did God stick with them? Why didn't he get a new people? And how could they be so stubborn and so evil and so wicked when they saw these great works by God? Well, let's think about us. We now have the full counsel of God's word. We know who the Messiah is because he came did what he said he was going to do that the prophet said he was going to do over the course of fifteen hundred years three hundred prophecies that Jesus ended up fulfilling and the odds of him being a, one man being able to do that of prophecies that spread out over fifteen hundred years is virtually mathematically impossible for him just to fulfill eight of those prophecies is the odds are One in ten to the fifty second power, so that's ten with fifty two more zeros after it. We don't even know what that name of that number is yet. So, Jesus fulfilling those prophecies is incredible. It's God doing what He says Him do, it's Jesus being He is God, He is the Word, and He dwelt among us. We did not understand who He was, and so. Now that we do, because we have the full counsel of God's word, Jesus has come and conquered, taking the keys of death. He sits at the right hand of the Father, intercedes for us, has sent us the Holy Spirit to help us, to help us read God's word, to help us to pray, to help us understand, to gain wisdom. So we have Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. We have the Holy Spirit living in us, and we still mess up. So we really shouldn't point fingers at the Israelites here for sure. So as you go today, repent, ask God for revival in your heart and in your soul, and let's keep pressing on. God bless you. Have a good day.